Streaming May 23rd only on BET Plus. Miss Pat is back. I'm excited. <laughs> and it's time for some grown ass family time. I am a man. Oh, you a man? That's right. Then take my clothes off. You ain't pay for none of that on your back. Dad, you can't ignore your mother forever. I've tried. Would you like me to backhand you again? The Miss Pat Show. Streaming May 23rd on BET Plus. To sign up and learn more, visit BET.plus. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hope you enjoyed this episode of UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I recap UFC 218. Uh, we find out uh, who had the better picks. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. It was a destruction. And uh, the great Paul Felder calls in. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Jimmy, 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 a face like that because I was singing my little Jimmy song. No, that's the reason I'm happy. I, I like these feminists. I hate the smell of someone else's mic. It's dis- Mine, fucking disgusting. Yeah, Mine does not smell thing. bad today. It has smelled bad in the past. It's fucking horrible. I thought, look at Jimmy's making a bad face like he went down somewhere that's really bad. Not, that would enjoy. Not, I would enjoy that. Not if it's not bad hygiene. I'm a hygienic person. I'm, I'm into, if I like someone, if I'm into someone, a bad hygiene's okay, but if I'm not into them, it's disgusting. Oh. There's no time. For I don't like that bad hygiene. Even myself, like if I sweat or something, like I'm always. But I'm gonna give the mic a hand job there, Christopher. It really was amazing. The fuck I want to. I, I want to slip Chris just, fifty. What did I just look at, Chris? The way, he, the way Chris handled that mic with both hands. He gave that fuck. He gave the Chris the producer went to clean the. Um, the uh, the mic and he gave it a happy ending. I don't that's know. That's not just... a man who's done that the first time. The that's not the first time he's done. What was I looking at? Not at all. He spit in his hand. Him, you see that? Does he handle himself like that? Yeah. It's disgusting. Anyway, thank you. Listen, um, Jimmy, I was in Vegas, Jimmy. Oh, did you go to the fights? No. Oh, Detroit. That's right. They were in Detroit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, people. Got, somebody got mad that I burped in the microphone. Oh, could you please not burp? In the... <laughs> I, I'm not trying to, Jimmy. Can't help it. I can't. I mean, it's just by the time I get the the button, that the ship has sailed. It's already out. Okay. Um, besides, I told you I roll before I get here, and I think that moves things around. Yeah, it probably does. What was I saying? I don't know. You were talking about uh, being in Vegas. Yeah, man, Vegas. And you were not able um, to go to the car to see this? Uh... No. I was in and out like a ninja. I, I went after the podcast last right. week, and then I took the red eye back on Friday night because my buddy Frankie Bam Bam, the godfather to his kid, and he had one of those showers because it was on Saturday, so I had to get back, so I took the red eye. Uh, he had a shower for my, my godson that'll be here in like a month. But he, but he had one of those showers that the guys go to, which I thought was a little weird. I love him, but and you know I'm excited and I support him. But uh, I never went to a shower. It's usually for the chicks. How long were you in the um, in Vegas for? Two days. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yeah. Did you see the boss? I did see Dana. Is he looking to replace me? 
You, I'm not saying you might be in trouble, but if, I, if my eyebrows raise, just, just you know. All right, make sure he didn't make any comments. <laughs> no, no, Dana's guy. He didn't say goes, anything like this. How's that Norton? Is it working out? No, Taking good fellas, and just like that, I knew he, Maury was dead. Yeah, no, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, it, it went well. It, everything went good. I did a little. Um, it's kind of weird when you do. Like I, I never really did the uh, the acting thing, Jimmy. I know you do that a lot. You're you're an actor, Jimmy. A com- a, you're not just a comedic actor. You're an actor. Hold on, I'll show you one of my great ones. Your Honor, I'd like to talk. Did you ever use that in a movie? Thanks very much. Did you ever yeah. use that in a movie? Appreciate that. You're lucky. I mean, I'm, I'm not too quick with the boo button right now. I'm gonna. Well, I'm you, easy, you, I'm easy. No, that was good. There's a courtroom drama I'm writing. Oh, are you really? Yes. Okay. It's called Your Honor. I'd like to talk. <laughs> that's how. That's right. That's <laughs> the line. And then they're gonna you're gonna say the line in the movie. That's right. Many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I want to hear the plot of that. Um, but anyway, so you do a little acting. Well, no. Listen, it's kind of weird because it's not acting. If you're, it is acting, but at the same time, like you know, there's a director there. They're saying cut. And everything else, but I was being. Hope that's what they were saying. I was playing <laughs> myself, Jimmy. That's of course. So it's not that much of it. It's not like playing I gotta, Matt or a guy who acts like Matt. No, I'm playing me. Okay, well, that's Matt's, it's not as easy as you. I don't want to say Matt Sarah because it's weird saying your name and doing the third person thing. But yeah, okay, I'm playing myself. That's good. And what I now there's a new movie coming out on Netflix called Bright with Will Smith. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me from seeing the trailer a little bit. It's definitely different. But the first glance kind of remember that old James Conn movie with Alien Nation when he had the alien partner. Did you ever see that? No. Could you watch some fucking movies, Jimmy? I'm busy. It's an old movie, but it's great. Did you ever see Alien Nation, Chris the producer? You know, I haven't. All right, good for the thanks for the backup. Can anybody anyway? Oh, listen. Alien Nation. Huh? Alien Nation. Alien Nation. Yes. You no, you did not. It's like alien to be alienated. Alienation. It's no. a play on words. No. Oh. No. It was. All right. Well, listen. It's not about. It's not. It's not that. But it's. It reminded me of that when I saw the commercial. It, oh, did you ever see Taboo Two, directed by Curtis Stevens? No. Oh, see how no. that feels. <laughs> <laughs> see how that hurts. <laughs> is that a real film? Of course it is. Uh, is it? A, is it a porno? Nineteen eighty-two. Porno. Yeah. Yep. Okay. K. Parker. I, I don't watch the classic pornos. Kevin I, I, James, but not the comedian, oh, the actual porn oh, actor. I didn't Kevin know, James. Oh, okay. Different guy. I thought it was like buddy now. Ray Longo's. Uh, no, no, Kevin different James. guy. Different guy. You know, back when Ray Longo used to call me before he became friends with Kevin James. Oh, he's busy. Sorry about playing footsie, Jimmy. It's I'm weird sorry, now. it's okay. I'm sorry for uh, whatever. <laughs> but listen, wait, wait, what the hell was I? Oh, you're right, you're the right. Sure. So listen, so it's about basically Will Smith is um he's a cop and his his partner. Is an orc. Now listen, listen to me for a second. Look, you listen. It's like uh, the orcs. <laughs> it sounds funny, but they live amongst like the humans, but they're kind of prejudiced against because they're, they're fucking orcs, you know. And uh, like they look like orcs. They they got the pointy ears. This, so there's that movie with Will Smith, Bright, coming out on Netflix. I think December twenty second. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to sell everything. I think I'm pretty sure that is. maybe we'll get Will in here. Yeah, hey, listen, I did him a solid by doing this. Not really. I, oh, you know, God damn it, Chris. This thing's falling off again. Dude, what am I uh, looking at? Hold on. This what fucking is that? studio stinks. What just happened? This, this thing keeps falling off. This doesn't happen at your serious building, does it? I thought we have problems. All right. I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to back you up. Oh, thank you. All right. You're so weird. Well, Greg, well, honestly, the, this has listen, never happened listen, before. Listen, I don't want to make it an awkward work environment, but grab the back of Chris the producer's head right now. Yeah. <laughs> just see what happens. Now mm-hmm. it's on the no, I can. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't fucking be me too. We're only fucking around, people. Relax. But listen, it was a fun experience, Jimmy. I never did any acting. And again, I know, oh, big deal. It was You acting like yourself. It's still, not, that's still, you got to still do. They um, still say, uh, action. And I come in and I'm not going to tell you what I did. And I did a. Improv, you know, a little bit of improv. I always goof on, on uh, my buddy, um, uh, Dean, Dean Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, that guy, Dean Thomas. And 
you know, I basically approached this thing like a little Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, sure. where there were certain lines they wanted me to get in, but then otherwise just be myself. They're giving you a, sir, a lot of leeway. Hey, just make sure you say this, this, and this, but do it how you want to do it, it. But we want you to be you. And it was, it was, so I, it was a very, you know what I'm happy about with my life what? is that I get a lot of, I get to do a lot of very interesting things. As Matt Sarah. Matt, it, Matt, it, no, listen, every gig I have is, is being me. Yeah. Whether I'm doing the show with Dana, whether I'm, what else am I doing? This thing with you. That's true. Or the movie. Oh, that movie, Jimmy. Well, that movie just fell on my lap. It was a little thing, but it was fun. And the director... The dude Kennedy, I wanted to come in here. He was the, he, you know, of the of the show. What a what a nice dude, you know. And uh, they made it a very uh, pleasant uh, experience for That's me. That's great. Look at Chris, the producer. You want to hear the rest of my story really quick? <laughs> yeah. Stop looking at the fucking I... clock. I asked him, you want to hear the story? He should have just said yes. And when he did, he goes, uh, yeah, we, we, we can't even so at the fuck. Relax. Well, we you got plenty of time. You know why, though? Because I got yelled at for talking about the fights before. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to shut up about I that. Know, I know. Mean, I want to talk well, about it. Well, Chris, oh, you know that, Jimmy. He, yeah. he blabbers, he Always. Came, I like enthusiasm, but save See, it for By the, the way, I have not seen the Nganu uh, Overeem fight, so don't blow the results. Uh, Let me just give a shout out to my buddy Tim. And I'm not. I'm now being a dick because I forgot his last name. But anytime I hung out with this guy, he was already Tim in Ruff? makeup. It's not Tim Roth. Okay. Uh, I don't want to give nothing away with the plot. But anyway, he played... An orc fighter. He was in... <laughs> motherfucker. He was in Winter Soldier. And it is a scene, an elevator fight scene with Captain America when they go to... He's at the secret headquarters. Not secret. He's at the fucking... Uh, what's the fucking shield headquarters? And uh, they go to um, fucking jump him. Frank Grillo and, uh, and a bunch of shield agents. And he's like the big dude in the elevator who jump goes on like the third floor. <laughs> Let's talk about the fights. I never Look, saw Captain America. It's such a good movie. Oh. Yeah, I hear it's good. Jimmy, does Chris Winter Evans Soldier, play him? Winter Soldier. I like Chris Evans. Chris Evans is he does play him and he plays him well. Yeah. Winter Soldier, you would like it. Has Robert Redford in it. You oh think he's gonna, God, that guy's dreamy. Do you ever see a river runs through it? Uh, the natural. Oh, that guy's the. Do you ever see all the president's men? No. Oh, that I don't guy's like, dreamy. I don't like movies, but I like. I don't like. Do you ever movies. see? Uh, I don't like sports movies, but I like indecent mo- proposal. Yeah. A million dollars to fuck Demi Moore? What a great question. That was awesome. And then it kind of ruined the marriage. <laughs> of course it did. Because he goes to stop them and they're already on the boat and she said it was a good fuck. The ba- the worst was she said it was great. Like, good. Like, she really enjoyed it. Because then Woody's like, what? What did he do? Yeah. And then you start thinking, what did that old man do? A million dollars. And then she starts dating the old man. Yeah. That bitch. So how many times did she fucking... How oh, many she times? fucked him a lot. He got his money's worth. Probably 200000 yeah. a pop if he banged her five times. Yeah. <laughs> And then he said, she'll never look at me the way she looked at him. But, you know, he I had said my, that. But he, and he said that to the driver after he was, why'd you let it go and make up that thing about the Mile High Club, or whatever he said. I made some shit up. He didn't say that. But he made some, he made like he already did this a bunch before to the driver. And then they pulled over and she knew that he was bullshit. He's basically wanted her to go back to Woody Harris. But she wanted to stay with him though, right? The fucking billionaire. I don't blame her. Yeah. No, no, she didn't want to. Oh, I don't think she was. Wait, and Woody Harrison took her back, that cuck? <laughs> Jesus, your fucking <laughs> vagina tastes like a change purse now. Uh, fucking from having money shoved oh, in it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Woody was a cook. Sure he was. Oh. <laughs> She's telling him all about oh, it. He's shit. whacking off under the sheets <laughs> behind the pillows. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Let's get the, Can we talk about the fight? I would hope so. Holy shit. Woody's man. a cook. 
Jimmy's fucking too fucking funny. On a boat, he fucks <laughs> on a boat. You imagine? Did you ever that? see this movie? Yes, in, seen, indecent yeah. proposal. Dude, fucking that boat's going around. Yeah. You're like, oh no. <laughs> oh, fucking Robin Redford knows how to fuck. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what's going on? Did she say it was great? Right? She was. Oh, so she's st- like, he's like, tell me, was it good? Was it good? She's like, it was fucking fantastic. She said something like that. Something better it was than incredible. good. It was. So, oh, so, she loved it. It was orgasmic. And then Paul Woody's just like he's probably hoping he had like a, you know, a half hard like penis and what a dope she was. <sighs> she, I would have said no, it wasn't. It was she should have lied, yeah. but you know she couldn't <laughs> lie. He was that Robert Redford was that good. But anyway, he was in Winter Soldier. Could now let's talk business, okay. not monkey business, fight business. Yes. Now listen, I'll tell you one thing that'd be horrifying if your wife's going to get laid. And you see she's on a boat with Francis and Gano, and you're like, oh, no. She's never going to be the same. <laughs> oh, no. Now, listen. I know. Listen. I don't want to be. Now, people say that I could be a little, like, biased and stuff and, and, and talk with my heart. But I know, like, maybe it's because we bonded and he was in here. And uh, and people think maybe that's because, you know, that that's the re- that's making my mind up with this. But I thought that that fight with Alice Lowe was a little prematurely stopped. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Guys, guys, I'm just kidding. It's a comedy show. A comedy show. Okay, we'll talk. All right. Let's just say. I'm just kidding. Boo, that's booze for me. I thought Herb Dean did not. It was terrible that night. And I know Herb's a good, oh, a good ref and all that shit. But that stop it. I'm forgetting who he stopped. Hold on. Don't even tell all me. Right, Let let's me just talk look about over it. The, uh, the list. That was extraordinarily irritating. The. Um, was it the? Can I just tell you? Yes, it was Sabah Hamasi and Abdul Razak. Yeah, oh right, right, right. That was on the the prelims. Yeah. Chris doesn't like that you talked over when he was saying that. No, no, no. It was it was the fight pass. I was because Chris knows how to pronounce. Chris the producer knows how to pronounce that name. I watched it on my phone actually before I went on stage. The fight pass. That was a terrible. He, you know, they already rebooked. Razak Hassan is that he say his name? Yes, Al Hassan. Hamasi is hit. He drops down. He goes for the leg. And Herb Dean is behind um, Al Hassan, and he stops the fight. It was a horrendous stoppage. And how can you not? How does that cost the fight of the fight when the referee just fucks up like that? That's so irritating. Guy trains for three months. I know the rules are the rules. Well, you know what it is. It's not fair for the fighter that gets the benefit of that either, because once you feel like the fight is over, you kind of drop your guard, your adrenaline goes away, and then if they were, you know, they can't restart it, then it's just not fair for anybody. But it's that a, was a horrible, a stoppage, yeah. horrible job by Herb Dean. He stopped a few, and again, I know their job is to protect the fighters, so I know you'd rather have them err on the side of caution than let it go too long, because there's been times where, who was it, Big John McCarthy that Roy uh, oh. Nelson got pissed off at for letting go too Like, once in a while, a fighter will let a fight go too, uh, a ref mm-hmm. lets it go too long, like, yeah. this guy's getting hurt. Listen, they ref enough fights, they're, gonna, it, they're only human. Yeah, they I, I remember, not the, and this guy I consider, you know, a lot of people consider the best in the business, big John McCarthy. And, uh, is he better than Keith Peterson? Keith is good, too. Oh, yeah, Keith. You know, I, I told you before, when we were off here, you know Keith Peterson. Did I say this on air that he grew up around the block from me? Isn't yeah. that a small world? What was his nickname? Huh? Well, we called him Froggy because he, he's That's the That's similar to what my nickname was. <laughs> was it? <laughs> what was yours? <laughs> Different Val. <laughs> Oh, I got you. It takes me a second. Sometimes I'll listen to some of the episodes again. I go, Jimmy, I miss those jokes with Jimmy. It went right over my head. But anyway, um, no, with Big John McCarthy, I remember one time, uh, Marullo, uh, the great Marullo Bustamante. You might not even know who that is, do you, Jimmy? No. Shame. 
Shame, shame, shame on you. For a lot of reasons, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, a lot of fucking... Uh, you can say that again, no. But Murillo was uh, a great, great fighter, great jiu-jitsu fighter that... Um, he was the ch- middleweight champion for a while. He was great, man. Yeah. And uh, he mixed up with, you know, he had good good, good boxing and he had beautiful jujitsu. He fought back in the day versus Tom Erickson in the uh, re- reality, something called Mars Tournament. And uh, the guy was, the, Tom Erickson's a huge wrestler. And he fought him for 45 minutes with just feet in the hips, not taking any damage. Old school jujitsu guy. I can't say enough about the guy. One of my favorite guys to watch ever. But anyway, uh, he... For the very tough Matt Linland, and this is when Matt Linland, you know who Matt Linland yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Matt Linland, it's funny because I don't know how marketable he was because he kind of he kind of looks like a like like a hillbilly or something. You know, he's got the the, the the bald head and he's got the beard, but but he was a very he, he mixed up. He was a very tough fighter, man. He used to just give guys fits, especially jujitsu guys. But uh, Murillo Bustamante, he got him in a beautiful arm lock and had it almost broke the grip. About and it's about to extend it, and then Big John breaks it up before Matt taps. So then he's like, "Oh," and, he, and then he's like, "I didn't tap." And then so he had this, he stood him up, and and fucking he's, he apologized to Murillo, and he made him fight again. He put them in that. He goes, "Look, man, I'm, I'm sorry. You got to." He's like, "Why you you stopped it?" So it was a similar situation, but he made them continue because he fucked up, and. Uh, and then Murillo ended up getting him, submitting him again with, a, I believe, a guillotine. So it is pretty wild. He had wow. to fight him basically twice. Right, but that's part but, of the problem, right? But he started him again, is what I'm saying. But I wish you Herb Dean would have started him again, just admit that he fucked up. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Maybe yeah, it's, it's even tough. Maybe, maybe because that ha- this happened ages ago. They might not be allowed to do that. Maybe, yeah. Nowadays, maybe things are stricter and shit. I think Herb Dean has know. stopped fights more prematurely than I've seen other guys do. I like Herb. A friend of mine hates him. Yeah. Oh, he's what? like, oh, Herb does it again every time <laughs> Every time he stops You know fight. why I like Herb, too? I talk comic book movies when I see him. Look, I'm sure he, he cares about the fighters, too. Like He's not trying yeah. to... No, well, and the longer you do it, it probably... You've seen so much. You, you know the fighters because you've seen them so many times. You're probably yeah. maybe a little yeah. bit more cautious. But It was, you know. it was over a decade ago but he he refed my fight with chris lytle in the finale of the ultimate fighter and uh i finally got chris down the second we hit the floor you got to keep moving you yeah. got it is only because this sticks out with me and i actually stood up where chris is like still got the guard locked and i'm trying to escape my hand i'm doing it technically what do you want me just to flail like just throw my arms and look so i mean i'm looking to pass the guy's guard i'm standing up and he stopped us and he stood us up i go motherfucker. right but i love her though but you know when you're fighting Something like that is like, dude, really, man? I'm, I mean, I, I want to be technical. I want to work. Don't, I'm not just holding them. But well, to that point, that happened in the David Timor uh, Jakar Close fight, which was another. Herb Dean is also refing that, yeah. where uh, Jakar kept dropping his arms, being like, "Come on, to Timor, like, c- come at yeah. me." And Timor, he wasn't necessarily coming forward, but he wasn't going backward. But Herb told him like. You have to move forward. He kind of gave him a warning, and I, I was surprised by that. Also, Joe Rogan made a big stink about that, and I and I I do agree about with, what about uh, the 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 Drakkar close and the Tamor fight, the David Tamor, David Tamor. Yes. Yeah, they, uh, I thought David did great. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, Drakkar was having a hard time. Uh, get, he's getting frustrated, so he thought instead of follow like stalking him down, he starts just putting his arms up and standing there and not moving. And like now, you can't invite the guy in just so you can counter strike him, like and make it bro- make him brawl you. The guy's fighting you; he's kicking him. He was wor- he was landing. It's not yeah, like he, he was working. Yeah. I thought, but so you're getting frustrated. So you like, <laughs> it was one point where he kicked him with something. Where I believe this was that fight where he just looked annoyed at him. Like even yeah. Joe, he goes, look like he just got annoyed. He got kicked. He's just like, 
Like you give like a like a like a exhale and just like, oh, are you serious? Like he's not, but he's not making anything happen for right. himself. So I feel that uh, David Taymor did exactly what he needed to do. Draw up. Hey, listen, uh, I think that uh, close is a is is a uh, stud. You know what I mean? He's he's a very dangerous guy. But I thought uh, Taymor never got out of his head. He was actually looking confused at the ref at, at Herb. Almost like, what are you talking about? Yeah, which I thought. If, was listen, the, yeah. I'm not against Herb coming in saying you got to make action. Warn both guys. Like, hey, guys, not much is going on. You guys got to make a fight. But don't just tell the one guy, all right, look, he's standing here with his hands down. You got to go to him. Don't go backwards. What the fuck? Who are you to tell me how to fight? Tell me how to fight, right? Tell me how to fight, man. I'm locked in a cage, dude. You're not getting hit right now. And Herb is a fighter. So that's what's. Is he a fighter? He's fought before. I've seen him fight before. Sure. But. uh, he good? It was all right. You know, I saw him do some, you know, he just tried to. I saw him look at the the jiu-jitsu. He might be. Now I feel bad. Can you look that up? Yeah. He might be, but he's a really listen again. I like her, but I think he's one of the better refs. But you ref long enough, you're gonna have a night where, man, maybe it's just an off night. Sure. You know? Yeah, I guess so. I do feel bad for the guy. Hey, listen, has Mario been back in? I have not seen him since him and Dana had that thing. Yeah, I like doing that. <laughs> to see what I'm doing with my hands? It stinks. It's I fun. hate the heart. I'm gonna do this every time I'm on camera. I'm gonna steal Mario Yamasaki's. Ha- has he been back in uh, in in the octagon since then? No. Uh, yes, he has. What am okay. I saying? Oh, my arm's cramping from doing the. Have him and Dana made up? I doubt it. I don't think. Dana, <laughs> I don't think Dana cares what anybody thinks. He really doesn't, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I was happy to see him though. What did you think about? Uh, let's go over the card a little let's bit. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. I saw somebody. Um, Who? John Anik tweeted something about how the guy. Uh, it was a bad take. Someone in uh, the Detroit Free Press or whatever, some Detroit writer was saying that it wasn't a great night of fight. And I really? said, man, you just, how do you say that? Who said that? I don't know what his name was. I probably couldn't read the article. It was too annoying. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I that. thought there were some really good fights. What the fuck was Wait, I, I was looking. Somebody said 218 wasn't a good yeah. night of fight. What are you they talking about? They need to about? do it better when they bring it back. Let's start with the main event. Uh, yes. Max Holloway. How are we doing our picks, by the way? Yeah, well, I have all that information. So, yeah, do we want to just run those down quick or, or you want to do it as we go through it? How about it? as well, we go through it? Okay, well, I'll say so, Jim, you won the night. You had nine out of a see, possible you, 15 points. See, we could have. You could have built up no, to that no, and given no it away. Boo, Jimmy. He did fair and square. <laughs> no, Who's don't you give that away at the end, though? Like, you tell who won what, and then you get the end, you give it. You, give you it. fucking... I know who I'm booing. All you right. know what? Chris set this whole game thing up, and then it's time to pull the trigger, and then fucking... But there's, but there's no tension now. Who cares? Like, if we had, like, hey, Matt got this one, I got that one, then you'd be like, oh... All right, you're six five, and then we go over each fight. Well, people, that probably would have worked better. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just yeah, score. Right. All right. Well, next time we will. Jimmy right. nine out of fifteen. All right. All right. So Jimmy won. Everybody, you got to, why even go through it? No. Anyway. Wait, now, which ones? Let's um, talk about. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, just fight. go through it. Start the main yeah. event. Max Holloway against uh, Josie Aldo. Who picked who? Um, I got that one wrong. Yes, that's the only one you got wrong. You had Jose Aldo oh, yeah. by a decision. Right there, you gave that away. He too. gave that away too. Christopher, this is, you, this is your game. You really don't allow tension to build. <laughs> so now we know I got all the other ones right. Well, yeah. <laughs> this? You're, what are you, Herb Dean today with this fucking thing? I'm off, yeah. I'm having you're having an off fucking thing. Uh, Jimmy, do you realize what just happened with this whole game? I, it's, it literally, it's his game. It's he the biggest it. anti-climax. <laughs> fucking... All right, Jimmy. Well, this is the only this is the only one you got wrong. What do you do oh. when you watch? What do you do when you watch The Godfather with someone? As soon as Abe Vigoda comes on, do you go? I can't even watch him knowing he betrays Michael at the end. <laughs> yes, I like to spoil the movie. What do you do when Sonny first comes on and go? Oh my God, you're gonna hate it when he gets shot in a little while. What about eventually you have kids? You show him Empire Strikes Back and go, oh, yeah, get this part. That's his father. That's his dad. They got. 
Luke's dad. All right. <laughs> Try the edit, Jimmy. All right. I you think that point strikes back. You did a good job. All right. But so, anyway. All right, so I got Jose Aldo wrong. Well, let's that, talk about that, though. I, Aldo, right? again, not kicking. He did kick more. Kick more. Than the first fight, but nowhere near what he used to kick. He throws a few kicks here and there. Why is he not throwing kicks? Why? Because maybe Max didn't give a fuck about the kicks and stayed in his face. But you can't not you you cannot yeah. care about them until you have to care about them. Yeah. There's no way you're gonna take that many Jose Aldo kicks. Max just has a good poker face. There's that, but there's also Max was shutting him down. And he was in his face, and he was in his face where where Oh man, it's like a suffocating feeling where it was getting worse and worse as it was going on. Similar, very similar to the last fight. Yep. And he's he doesn't mind being right there in in that fight. He must be doing. I mean, his awareness is something else, uh, and his combinations and his and his return fire. Oh my goodness, man! Where Jose would come at him with a three ba 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 three missiles, three bombs. He's loading up miss. on every punch. And if he did land anything, Max is rolling with it and then immediately firing back. Yeah. And not letting him take his breath, and he tried to get him off again with a big. So every time he's doing this, that 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 you just see it, you see that energy bar, like in a video game, getting lower and lower, and then it's gonna be like, I'm like, dude, how is he gonna? Eventually, he's gonna crap out, and that's exactly what happened. In round three, he was literally holding on to Max at the end. That was a weird ending. Oh, I man. just didn't know why he wasn't kicking more. Deja I know Holloway boom. was crowding him. But there were still times I'm like, why is he not? And even uh, Rogan was going, I would like to see him throwing some more of those kicks. And he just was not doing it. And I don't know why. It's like, you're not a boxer. You know, you're yeah. like, what are you doing? Well, I mean, he's got good hands too. Great hands. But I mean, and you're not just going to stand up there. It's I, not a boxing match. I started thinking that too. But then when I watched it the second time, he started, he was trying to land the kicks. He did a few. And Max, Max did, to his credit, he, was, he, he wasn't there for him, man. He wasn't giving him the right angles to hit those kicks. He just wasn't. And then, then his, and again, he was in his face, and it got worse as it went on. I predicted TKO in the, and it was almost there. He almost made it out of that round. He was like under ten seconds left, yeah. and I predicted fourth. TKO in the fourth, but he, it was a TKO in the third. So I was very close, people. So I want to congratulate myself for that. How much time <laughs> was left in that fight? Uh, let me. S- I'm gonna say eight seconds. Now Herb stopped that one too, right? How many seconds? Uh, yeah, nine seconds. Herb Dean. Um, I don't remember who was the, the ref for that. I don't remember either, actually. Yeah. So congratulations to Max Holloway, who was just tremendous in that no, he looks, fight. He, yeah. dude, he looks amazing. He looks incredible. 25 years old. His head is on straight. You know what I mean? You don't hear... I mean, he's just... He's just a fun... I mean, he's just a fun, fun fighter. He reminds me of like a Diaz brother to some degree, where he's with that high volume with the striking. Oh, yeah. And he just... As that fight goes on, he gets... He gets, and he didn't take that much damage. I mean, the shots he took, he rolled with, like you know. And oh man, I, I just I can't say enough about Max Holloway. I think he's saying it's the blessed era, and I I believe him. I think he's going to get problems. I would. I mean, I know it's not going to happen. I would love to see him and Connor fight again. Nah, it's the last fight he lost. I mean, that yeah. was and he was in there in that fight. It's not like he was got destroyed. I mean, Frankie Edgar's got to be next. That would be an amazing. That's going to that, be that's a great an amazing fight. fight. That would be amazing because. Frankie's all man. Frankie Styles make fights, and Frankie had a hard time with Jose, but but he still went the distance. It was still a five round yeah, fight. But but style wise, I think Max is a is a definitely possesses different problems than Jose. But I believe that I mean we have to see if Frankie Frankie's so good at timing those takedowns. So he he'd probably put Max in positions that we really haven't seen him in. Yeah, you know, I mean, has he fought anyone who's who's going to do to him on the ground with Frankie Edgar? W- would do to someone on I the don't, ground? There's, there's, 
there's not many people out there like Frankie Edgar, the whole package. But what excites me about that is you're talking about two guys with a great skill set and have both of them have the lungs to do hard five rounds. So right. that's exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, yo, Frankie's going to bring uh, like BJ Penn into deep waters. and, and You know what I mean? Like, I would see that fight going the distance. That's a fight because Frankie hasn't put that many people away lately. I, I, that's a fight I would see going the distance. I don't know. Frankie... Wait, what? Yeah, I, I, I mean? Rodriguez he beat up pretty good. Yeah, he beat him up for. The, they had to stop it, I think, because of the eye. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. he not, and he also took out Clay. Uh, not Clay, uh, Clay Weed, I'm sorry. Um, Gray um, Manor. Yeah, no, I'm not saying not you. Gray Manor, and also, uh, uh, shit, man, Alpha Male. Uh, what's his name? Full Connor. Uh, yeah, it's, it's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Chad Mendes. Yes, Chad Mendes. Oh, yeah, Thank yes. you so much, buddy. That's why we're a team. Yeah. Thank you. Hey everybody, this is Dwayne Johnson, and I'm here to tell you about a new documentary podcast series titled What Really Happened, narrated by award-winning documentary filmmaker Andrew Jenks in coordination with our company, Seven Bucks Productions. Muhammad Ali saved a man from committing suicide. In 2007, Britney Spears' life became a train wreck. Next thing I knew, all her hair was off. Was Michael Jordan pushed out of basketball because of his gambling problem? You know, I'm doing fine. I'm strong mentally and strong physically. Did any of these happen the way we were told? I'm Andrew Jenks, a documentary filmmaker, and along with executive producers Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia, I go on a rogue investigation. This series will look deep into the unknown sides of historic news stories and then ask, what really happened? You can subscribe and listen to What Really Happened now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Uh, we're going to call Paul Felder in a minute. Okay, First cool. of all, we're going to talk about that fight. We're talking about his fight with yeah. uh, you know, Oliveira. That, that was incredible. Yeah, man, he did, he did great with that. Man. Stayed he on did, the ground. He it was to, so bizarre. He had to get out of uh, some funk, man. And I'll tell you, man, I was worried when that when that guy had him in the, his, uh, what happened, the Doris or Anaconda? Uh, what, what is the difference? Because I, 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 I thought it was a Doris. Under what the is the armpit difference? is, yeah. uh, I think, Anaconda. <laughs> it's not my fucking favorite. You got to understand, I did jiu-jitsu when there was no names. Right. But... The Doris and the Anaconda, it's very similar, but I got short arms, so I don't really go for those. It looked like a Doris to yeah. me, but I, you know, I don't know exactly. But uh, he almost, and then he actually, Joe Rogan said the best thing. He's like, yo, that's the worst thing to do, because he hooked he his was leg. turning the wrong way, and, wasn't he? Uh, no, it was a couple of, uh, yes, yeah, so when he mounted him with that, it was a bad it was uh, it was like man. I'm like I thought it was over. I really did. I mean, how he got out of that. I want to feel. I want to ask him how tight was that. You know, I gotta see. I gotta see what it was. I think it was a Dars, but it was fucking tight as shit. And that guy is so good. And he was. He had a few things that were very tight. And then and then once with Paul would get out, he'd go. He'd get right into something else, man. But you know what's you know what's, you know what's hard. To, what the problem with that is. It gets tiring going for those submissions. Like you know what I mean. So he was so relentless with them. It's almost almost like yeah, he's putting everything into trying to knock a guy out. You know what I mean. So yeah. he's like, did you want to commit to those those uh, subs, but you don't want to try to force it. You know what I'm saying, Jimmy? That's right. Yeah, that was incredible. When we get back uh, after Paul, we can talk about the uh, Engano Overeem fight in in real time. Talk about the entire fight in real time. Dude, he fucking punched him into orbit. I I just to see a guy Dude. that big. Be knocked unconscious I so was very, ferociously. I was impressed with how he just took away that takedown like nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Against, yeah. Uh, I thought Overeem would do more. I was surprised Overeem let his head go down like that. I'm not sure why he left his face open like that. It seemed like a very weird, unless he was afraid he was going to get clipped with a with a hook. Man. Paul, I, what's up, buddy? Let me get him up. 
<laughs> it's gonna be a party. You know what I did in Vegas? You know what I did in Vegas? What's well, gonna stay after there. after doing that little acting gig? It's a long days with that. What'd you do? You know what I did at nighttime at the Palms? What? Really? I saw Justice League by myself. Did you like it? Am I a loser? No. You think I'm a loser by doing no, that? No, I watched porn I mean, by myself. We should go to a movie. No, but that's how fun. was it? I seen it already. Hey, what's up, Paul? Hey, what's going on? How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're talking to uh, Jim and Matt on UFC Unfiltered. Congratulations. Yeah, Paul. Congrats, Thank you very man. much. You know, we were just talking about your fight, and it seemed like there was a lot of time where I thought you were going to stand up and stay standing, and you seemed very content to go back down to the ground and pound on him. Did you just feel that he had kind of blown his arms out after that first round? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, once I started hitting him with some, some shots, and I, I just felt his strength. I mean, obviously in a choke, everybody feels pretty strong, but once that started to go away, I felt like if I can just put my weight on top of this guy and avoid anything sneaky, I, I feel like I'm the way better guy at ground and pound. You know, it's kind of one of the ways I really inflict a lot of damage, and I could see it in his eyes he didn't like any of the shots I was landing. So I was like, all right, just don't get submitted. And I think I can finish this guy with uh, with my elbows. Paul, how close was that first choke? It was a Dars, right? Didn't he have, was it a Dars he had you in? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. went for like a, I guess like a, you know, like a reinforced guillotine to a Dars. And he yeah. just kept switching them all around as I poorly defended for about three and a half minutes. I poorly defended. Hey, dude, you, you, you survived it, man. Yeah, so I thought you did okay. It wasn't that poorly. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, we worked a lot of that stuff. There was only a couple things, man, that I did that I was like, God, I'm such an idiot. Like, when I put my leg mat it back into the yeah. into the dark, I was like... Joe, like, Joe Rogan called you on that. He's like, that's the I worst thing you could do. <laughs> He called me on a big time. I was like, I just let myself get folded yeah. like a, an accordion, and a, that's when I started gargling yeah, like out loud. I mean, you can't hear it, man. I side, but I yeah, it was bad. Oh, you you actually thought you might be going out, and what did you do to uh, to to get out of that? Well, I just I went bananas and was able to um, <laughs> force that leg back out, and that's yeah. when he kind of tried to move, and I moved and got my, I was able to like arch up and get my back out. Yeah. And from there is when he tried to transition, luckily for me, to my back. Yeah. And you got and, the wrist uh, control, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, and I immediately had that whole whole hand. And I, I knew what he was trying to do because I've seen him in, in all of his other fights. He tries to throw just punches just to get you worried and slides his hand underneath. And then I was just all over it. I knew exactly what he was trying to do there, thank God. Now, you trained jiu-jitsu under Daniel Gracie? I did. I trained with Daniel for, for years and years and years. Oh. Um, but then he was kind of floating around between Boston and, and back up to New York. And when that happened, I needed something uh, more consistent. And uh, I was traveling to uh, Ricardo Almeida's and I was going to, you know, uh, Nick Catone's. And it was just so much driving. It was driving me nuts. My, my yeah. back was killing me all the time. So when I lost to Trinaldo, I was like, all right, I got to, something's got to change. And uh, my manager was like, I want you to go and just spend some time at Rufus Sport. I think it'll be a good fit for you. And, I loved it, man. Oh, that's great, man. No, Duke Duke is amazing. Yeah. What's it yeah, like working with it? What's it like working with Duke Rufus? Man, it's it's uh it's it, it, <laughs> he, he's a trip, man. He's like a Muay Thai encyclopedia, so it's just nonstop uh getting fight footage sent to you on your Instagram or your you know, uh Facebook messengers, constantly some kind of knowledge that he's trying to drop on you and he's a very easygoing guy so he's super easy to work with isn't he a big movie guy too 
Yeah, we had him out here talking yeah, about I think the he's Godfather guy, he's, series. He was doing his Rocky impression in the back when we were uh, getting wrapped up for for, um, for this fight. So if you ever want to hear him do a Rocky Balboa impression, Duke will be uh, more than happy to oblige. Is it a good Rocky or a terrible one? It's just a, it's not a bad one. I'll give him that. It's not, it's not a bad impression. Do you think he did that just because you're from Philadelphia and he kind of wanted to like... Oh. Yeah, but he's, I mean, the first thing, one of the first things we talked about when we started working was how he's a, a humongous Rocky fan. So being from Philly, obviously, I think uh, that uh, gave me a little charm for him. So can't, can't hurt to, to love Rocky. What is it about Philly, Paul? Because there's so many, I don't know many MMA guys from Philly besides yourself, and you probably could tell me a couple of more. Eddie, but Boss, Eddie, oh, Eddie Alvarez, of course. But I mean, uh, you get guys like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sonny Liston and, and, and Meldrick Taylor and Joe Frazier and fucking Bernard Hopkins. There's so many good fighters from Philadelphia. Yeah. What What is it about that city that just inspires guys to beat the shit out of each other? It's a great fighting city. I mean, they call it the fighting city of Philadelphia, but... Yeah, I just think it's, you know, it's just like any tough neighborhoods, you know, we, we've we got ours, you know, like New York has theirs, and I just think since we're always the kind of the smaller city, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're, we're so close to, to New York City, I feel like we've always kind of had that, like, chip on our shoulder as Philly guys, like, you know, we're tough too, and, you know, we, we got a city, but it's it's a little smaller, and it's, up until recently, I mean, the last the last years, it's really Philly's really been coming a, a nice spot to actually go and visit, and like a lot of restaurants and craziness. But back when I was a little kid and in the seventies and stuff, man, it was it was a little dirty and a little rough. You know, they've really done a lot of work to the city, but it's it's definitely a working class uh, neighborhood. You know, we like sure. our hockey and uh, our football, and uh, if they're doing good, uh, we love them. If you, you suck, we're gonna let you know. It. Yes, so you will. <laughs> it's, it's been that kind of town. Yo, Paul, uh, how did I'm sorry. No, that's it. It's just yeah. saying it breeds tough people. Now, how did you get involved with the uh, the color commentary? Because I think you're really natural at it, man. How did how did you get involved with that? I uh, well, you know, I went to UArts uh, here in Philly, so I mean, I, I had an acting background uh, coming out of college. That's what I went to school for. So, I think the UFC just liked my post. They didn't. I didn't think they really knew that. They just liked my post fight speeches and how I handled myself in interviews and gave me an audition for the the contender series and um i got that and that i took full advantage of that went out there and, and did a good job on that audition and uh i got that job how does that and o- obviously okay how does that audition they, they auditioned work? like 10 of us ah. they put us in front of a green screen we had to do a stand-up just as if you were cage side um and then we had to call a live event now we weren't actually the ones that you heard on the broadcast but we called it as if we were doing it live like we didn't it was just us in a booth and we were watching them on TV. So I had the Singapore fights at the time and it was me and a broadcast partner and we would like switch partners and we just kept taking turns calling like three, four fights at a time. And we had our earpieces in just, just as if it was a production. They gave us notes throughout. Oh, wow. Oh, they give you notes in the middle of it. Yeah, they were. I mean, as you're, as you're even doing the color commenting, we always have our producers in our ears so they can be like, all right, I need you to talk about, that left kick more. Oh, don't, don't talk about the fact that he's on a losing streak. Talk about that he's on a win streak. You know, you're always kind of getting. Oh, that okay. I was wondering oh, how these guys know everything. Well, we have a lot of paperwork and a lot of research too. But yeah, if there's, you know, and I can always you hear Joe do it all the time. Like I want to take a look at uh, yeah that groin strike or that illegal knee. Um, and that that's how you know that's how we get pulled up. We're always kind of in uh, in cahoots with each other during the the 
productions. Oh, that's interesting to, to do. It's, it's probably not easy to do knowing you're auditioning. You're like, all right, do I talk more? Do I talk less? Am I talking too much? It's got to be a, a, a tough balance to know when to let the action happen and enjoy it and when to talk and when you haven't talked in long enough. Yeah, that, that is really uh, a big part of the problem, right? Is you, you, you always feel like you have to fill that, that dead space in that air. But during a, during a fight, you got to realize there's fighting going on. And the fans that are tuning in, yeah, they, they want to hear what you have to offer. But they're also watching fights. They're maybe with, you know, twenty of their their boys watching watching the fights, drinking some beers. Like they they want to know your knowledge, but they don't want to be like, all right, dude, shut up. Let yeah. me, you know, watch these fights for Christ's sake. Did you have anyone who was terrible that you got paired up with? Like, just were there any like when you were switching back and forth with somebody? And you're like, oh, this guy's fucking horrendous. <laughs> no, luckily I, I had I had only worked with there was like five of us, but I only worked with two guys, and uh, the one guy, Brand, uh, Brendan, is who is doing the Fresno fights with me and did the Contender Series with me, so he got the job. He was one of the guys there, actually. Yeah, and then the guy that I, another guy that I did them with uh, was really good, but you know it just they went a different route. But um, he does like college sports stuff, so these guys were all professionals too. It was uh, so it was a pretty pretty smooth transition they just didn't know all that much about fighting so it was kind of my job to sure fill in the gaps of like like they would have no idea what the uh dars joke was that i was stuck in uh the other night they'd have been like i don't know he's this looks miserable but i don't know what, what's going on here <laughs> it was miserable wasn't it <laughs> yeah, sometimes sure, i get confused sure, sure was. sometimes i get confused with the dars and the anaconda <laughs> <laughs> Paul, hey Paul, I was training back in the day when it was everything went down to oh that's a choke and that's an arm lock and that's a foot lock. Everything's got yeah, a name right. now. It gets so crazy. Oh my god! But don't get yeah, me wrong; those been around clothes. a little bit now. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, you know, I I could have told you if it was a Dars or an Anaconda yeah. <laughs> when I you were in it. That. I knew that his his arms were wrapped around my neck and. Uh, <laughs> The Man. lights were getting dim. <laughs> it was very impressive, though, yeah. how you survived that dude. Because he's he's putting away he's put away a lot of good guys. Man, he's he's very confident in his submissions, and uh, that showed some balls by you just staying down, going there. back down on purpose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know, I, I it's one of those weird things. I like, the whole time I knew I'm like I should just I should just stand up. I should just stand up. But every time I was like, I'm just gonna punch him one more time, or I'm gonna just land one more big shot. Yeah. And if he gets up, he gets up. Because I wasn't, I'm pretty good about arm bars and things like that. And I'm a pretty strong guy. So I was like, I'm not really worried about his 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 bottom game. I was more worried about if I'm scrambling and he grabs my neck. And yeah. That's what happened off the bat, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were prepared to stay in tight on the, on the ground and guard and stay in guard. I'm not going to try to push on your knee and pass and risk, you know, Omoplatas and triangles and all that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to stay in there, make sure that I was watching wrist control and just elbow the crap out of them. And once we got that position, you know, it was going well except for the couple little leg lock attempts. But again, my legs, you know, I'm pretty strong there, and uh, he was he was getting a little slow at that point. When you when you give up when you are scrambling and you give up your neck and you know that's what you're not. Is there a party that goes, "How the fuck did I? Do? Why did I just do this?" Yeah, well, I mean, shit, for that fight, the one thing, the whole camp, I mean, seven, eight weeks of football, I mean, it wasn't that long. It was actually like three and a half weeks, right, four weeks we, when we got the switch for, for Charles. So it was like, uh, uh, you know, he's he wants you to whizzer and turn hard when he shoots for a takedown because he doesn't want the takedown. He wants to get your back. Yeah. So he gets me against that fence. What is the first freaking thing that that guy does is, 
He takes my wizard side, goes around my back, and that's why you saw me freak because I didn't want to give that up so bad that I ended up turning into it and yeah. giving up the, the Dars instead. But yeah, it was uh, there was a couple of moments where I'm like, God damn, damn, why did I screw I do up. that? Now <laughs> you, I'm an idiot. Well, you know, and, and I'm fascinated by your path too because, you, like you said, you majored in acting. Did you do a lot of theater work, or were you looking more to do film or TV? Well, eventually I wanted to do more film and TV, but when I went to school, it was, it was I mean, it was 95% uh, a theater degree. I mean, I did, uh, I didn't do musicals. So I wasn't, um was never a good singer or anything like that. Unfortunately, I can't uh, sing and dance too well, but I did regular, you know, regular theater. I did a lot of traditional, I did uh, Shakespeare, I did it all, man. Um, you did Shakespeare. Did you like doing Shakespeare? I've tried to watch well, it and I can never follow it. It was tough. The stories are really good. You know, that that's the problem with it. It's just, it's just the language is really, you know, it's, it's old and it's hard to, to follow. Um, and a lot of guys try too hard nowadays to, to make it something new and, uh, they get carried away with themes and things like that. So when I was in college, I was kind of going on too. It's like, well, we'll set it in 1975 in Germany during this. And, uh, it just doesn't translate and people get, carried away but it was never my favorite part of uh of school i've always just been kind of like a a gritty you know black box theater small small show just real people in real situation type of uh acting what's the most vulnerable role you ever played that was like the hardest emotionally i played i played this this guy in this show called extremities it's actually a movie in the 80s too um same thing and uh He's this serial killer rapist guy. But at the very end of the play, he's trapped in this fireplace, locked in there. He's been tortured by these women that finally get him after he tries to, you know, do another crime scene. And uh, he breaks down crying and, and, and like begging for his mom type stuff and, and talking about his childhood. And you start realizing like just the, the depths that go into these kind of monsters and, and how they're, they're tortured people, you know, that's, they're not just doing this just because it's fun. They're something happened to them along their, their path to make them do such extreme things. And that was the hardest to do because I have to make this guy's horrible actions somehow not justified, but why would a human being do these things to women? And, uh, tough, man. Well, you're, well, you're playing a guy. So when you're playing that guy, you have to be able to justify those things because he would justify Like you have to look at it from his point of view and go, this is why I do this. So it has to be something, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't, you can't yeah. sell like I'm a bad man. Cause then it wouldn't be believable. No, 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 no. You can never, you can never play like that. That's the whole thing. Like if you're a drunk, you can never play. I'm drunk. You have to play. I'm trying to be sober. What are you talking about? I'm not drunk. You know, that's how drunk people are. That's, sure. that's why you see people when they overdo things, it's because they're, they're, they're doing it wrong. You know, if you're, you know, if you're a terrible person, you've got to play it like you're the, the, the nicest guy in the world because they don't they don't think they're terrible. No, Caligula thought he was the bee's knees. He didn't think he was a fucking bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul, you're into, yeah, the, you're into the acting. Is that because you're you're really into? Are you a movie buff or? No, I was never really. I mean, no, I just I, I same as fighting, man. You know, it's like I, I like performing. I like uh, I like being in front of people and, and, and expressing myself in different ways and, and theater slash movies or, you know, fighting and martial arts. Um, 
he's always I mean martial arts was my first as well before I was ever an actor I was uh, you know 12 years old doing karate and taekwondo in, in Philly so that was the start but then in high school I, you know I, I wanted to do something different because I switched schools I went from an inner city school to my parents my last year or two of high school moved outside of the city and I didn't know anybody so I had to get to know people in the suburbs somehow and that's what I did I joined an acting class and you were fighting a lot in the inner city schools and then you kind of you were in a safer area after that yeah I mean I was just like 20 minutes outside of the city uh like just down past the uh, Philly airport where where my parents moved so it wasn't it was definitely safer but it, it wasn't like um it's not like I moved to some really posh, really wealthy neighborhood from, from where I grew up. It was much better than where I grew up as a kid, but it was, thank God it wasn't like suddenly I'm in like Beverly Hills trying to deal with people like that from <laughs> South Philly. It would have been a nightmare. But yeah, it was it was, uh, it was just a difference. Did you ever see the uh, It's Always Sunny episode where they Mac and uh, Dennis try to move to the suburbs? I did not. <laughs> oh my God, you guys got to look that up. That is that is how I felt as a 16-year-old. How did feel guest? Get a chance. How did feel guest starring on that show when you were on there with uh, Cowboy Cerrone earlier this year? Oh man, that was that was that was so much fun. You know, yeah. the, the reason that all happened is because we met um, we met Rob, who played you know who was one of the main creators of the show, and he lived with us on the ranch for a little bit just for for fun. And uh, he's like, I got to figure out a way to get you guys uh, on the next season just so we can all hang out and do our thing. It was, it was a dream come true. And uh, I know the new rankings, I don't think, have come out yet, have they? But you, you definitely cr- got to crack the top 15 after this. Man, let me tell you, there's one thing, you know, and Matt, uh, you know, you've been a legend around forever, but there's just, you, you fight for so long, man. All I, I know that number doesn't mean everything. I know that I can get a new contract and make money and do it, but I, I've busted my ass for a long time sure. in this sport. That was my 10th UFC fight, my third finish in a row. Like I would just like that satisfaction for the first time in my UFC career for them to be like, yeah, you're you are officially one of the baddest dudes in this division. You know, it would be nice to get that that shout out from the, from the rankings, and uh, I, I hope so. But who knows? You know, who knows? Now, Paul, I can tell. Listen, you're, you're a badass, but you seem like a really nice guy. You probably don't want to call anybody out, or but do, who do you want next? Who, I mean, it's, it's, it, I know you don't want to be that guy, but if you are that guy, listen, they want to watch you fight anyway because you're exciting as yeah. hell. But who do you want, yeah. buddy, in the top 10 or something? Give me, give me a name. Let's promote this shit. Well, you know, you know I was looking, and, uh, like, again, I, I probably won't get them unless I do get a number next to my name. But, like, I think Evan Dunham is up there at number 15. Oh, he's a fun fight. I, I would, I've always wanted to fight Dustin Poirier. I would love to fight him. I think he's number eight. Uh, Justin Gaethje's coming off a loss, but holy shit, would that be just uh, <laughs> an epic battle? Oof. I mean, look at what him and Eddie did. I, you're not going to get much different from me and him. Um, uh, who else is up there right now, man? I mean, you know, our boy Al. You know, I, I, yeah, I Raging Al. Yeah. If he's healthy, yeah. Yeah, that would that would have been phenomenal. Injuries, and I know, I know, he even wrote to me on Twitter and was like, "Don't even bother." You know, they're not telling you that. But I, I pulled out the. Right away, and it's true. I didn't know that, you know. So uh, I see where he's coming from. With the, they kind of left me on the hook a little bit there for a little while, and uh, oh, I feel for you. He kind of looked like he pulled out last minute, which I believe him. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
There's also uh, 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 Michael Chiesa, Kevin Lee. I mean, that, that division yeah, James is Vick. Uh, James Vick at number 14. That, that division is sickeningly Might good. Might be the most exciting division. Oh, it's my God. <laughs> big argument. That's why I'm saying, yeah. I mean, you just you kind of close your eyes and, and point to any of those guys in the top 15, and I'm like, oh, damn, shit, that's a tough fight. There's, and that, there's nobody in there that's like, oh, yeah, you know what? Let me get let me pick off that guy. Yeah. <laughs> How happy were you? For, I, Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gage, what a tremendous, you know, a lot of times fights don't live up to what they're supposed to be. Yeah. That was better than I expected it to be. Gaethje was impressive, uh, really, really great. And, and then just, who, I mean, you, you call, anyone can get caught with a knee. Eddie Alvarez driving his knee up into your face. I mean, there's very few people that are going to be able to walk away from that. What would you think of that fight, yeah. Paul? Did you see it? <laughs> Yeah, man, I was eating my ice cream and uh, <laughs> little some Little Caesars pizza at the uh, Little Caesars Arena in the green room. And we were watching it. I was just screaming, "Philly!" <laughs> that so, was um, yeah, it was a fun one. It was one. epic. What was that yeah, wound? What, what was swollen in Eddie's cheek? Do you know? I mean, that looked like he broke I know, something. I, I know, yeah, I thought it was his jaw at first, but I think maybe he just got a hematoma like up under his his front lip. Do you know what I mean? That's what it looks like. Cause I haven't heard any like broken bones or anything like that from him from, from any of him or his coaches either so what was so exciting is i never saw eddie like those leg kicks were starting to take the toll because you saw eddie switching his stance and oh stuff. god yeah and you never see eddie ever looking to pull guard or anything you know what i mean so at one point when he went down like oh this might get really this i don't see how this is going to get better for him you know what a tough yeah. son of a gun huh i mean just to, that was really that that did live up to it man it did live up yeah to it. yeah he He's he's tough, man. I even sparred him when he when we first started camp. I was still in Philly, so I I did a couple of rounds with him, um, and I was just that's all I tried to do for him. You know what I mean? We try to leg kick, city him, and uh, I know he had uh, a lot of his sparring partners doing the same thing, man. Because Gaethje is just he he doesn't care what you're throwing at him during that. He's throwing that leg kick, and it's gonna hurt because he just whips it at both sides too. He'll go to your back leg and your front leg. So that's a tough thing to deal with, a guy who's willing to take some shots and chop that leg because over a three-round fight or a five-round fight, man, your leg is going to be hurting. Well, your, And your first loss was against Edson Barboza, who's, I mean, that's, that's pretty much his specialty is, is driving that foot into your leg. And how hard yeah. was that for you to deal with? And, and, and kind of the follow-up to that is I was just talking about how it didn't seem like Jose Aldo is throwing kicks like he used to. He threw more this time than he did in the last fight, but he's still not doing what Aldo used to do. And Matt said, well, that's because uh, Holloway was kind of crowding him. And, and so do you think that's what it was? And was that something you should have done against Barboza but didn't do? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely something I should have done against uh, Edson. You know, um, that old training camp uh, back then, uh, I was never lacking toughness or cardio or any of that. What I was missing was kind of what I'm getting with Duke now is somebody that kind of picks that thing, does those things out and, and breaks things down a little more and sees things um, as a strategic point of view because I never do. It's just not how I am as a fighter. I need somebody to kind of base camps around things like that. And, yeah, I, I should have gone after him more, tried to make it a little more ugly. Um, and, yeah, my legs hurt like a son of a bitch after that fight. Um When you take a kick like that, when, when you feel like the first one, you know that's what he does, you're expecting it, um, I guess you train for it, but it, 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 is it what you expected it to be, or was it worse? It was actually not as bad as I expected it to be. Um, and I think because I did a pretty good job of checking some of them early in the fight against Edson, mm -hmm. and it, his shin smashed on mine, and there's one thing I can do pretty well, and it's, it's I got some hard-ass shins, so... I think when we clashed in, it, it kind of 
made him start going back more to the body. If you notice in that fight, he really tried to attack my body more than anything. Um, and I think it, that that deterred him a little bit. And I was also landing some elbows and like coming. I, I swole his eye open, uh, shut with a left hook off of one of his kicks. So I think I did enough where I let him know, like, hey, you're not going to be able to just throw these sure. at me without some repercussions. When, yeah, when somebody checks a, a low kick right or any right. kick right, it's, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> it, it does make you think twice. Before. You don't want to see stars like that again. Even with the shin yeah. pads on back in the day, I, if I kicked an elbow or hit a knee, I'm just seeing, oh, such a... The worst. It sucks. It, it does suck. What did you see? Speaking of body punching, too, did you see the fucking, what a beautiful job Alvarez oh. did against Gaethje going, going to the body. I mean, that was... In, Probably won him the fight, yeah. I don't know if I've seen anybody working the body that, that way in beautiful. MMA. That was beautiful. It's awesome to see that, man. And, you know, I know Eddie really put in his his, uh, his time with with Ray Robertson as his boxing, you know, uh, sparring partner and everything and, and going to different boxing gyms in Philly and obviously with Mark Henry. But he he, uh, he showed that, man. He showed that it, just because it's MMA, we, we kind of forget that that body's there. And, man, he was just coming right up under those elbows. And he, he showed some, he showed some beautiful work in that fight. I, I gave him... Give him a lot of credit for that. He was he was ready for that fight. I would gladly see those guys fight again too. I mean that that was an incredible right. fight. Um, and and last thing I guess is you 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 know uh, uh, Oliver tapped dude that elbow you dropped you dropped a ferocious elbow and he tapped and I guess the ref didn't see it. And you said in the uh, the post fight interview with Joe that you did feel the tap. Now did, when, yeah. when, do you know he's trying to tap or you're not 100 percent sure no, what he's doing? That- that's what I guess wasn't clear to people is I think a lot of people took it as I knew he tapped and I tried to beat him to death anyway. And so what really happened was I felt something, okay, and I thought it was a tap. But I'm looking at the ref. I'm looking at Charles. Nobody's stopping. He's not waving his hands in front of his face or anything like that. And you better believe I'm not giving up an opportunity to have my opponent finished because I thought there was a tap. Sure. And then the ref goes, there's no tap. And then this dude's got my neck again or something crazy like that. Yeah, I misunderstood uh, so I, that too. Yeah, so I, I, I felt that, that, that little tap. And I thought, okay, it's over. And then it wasn't. So I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not waiting around in the middle of a fight with a submission guy who can at sure. any point be holding my leg again and, and breaking my, my knee or something. Right. You know. Yeah. And I had some people come at me on Instagram and things like that. But you guys know how it is. There's always... Somebody's going to hate me no matter what happens. That's just the way we are with social media these days. So I didn't do anything violent on purpose towards towards Charles. I didn't know if the fight was over or not, and uh, it wasn't. The ref didn't think that was a tap, and he didn't tap again. Right. So you didn't know that it was, you, you felt it, but you weren't 100% sure what it was. And because it's Oliveira, all of a sudden you, you stop for a half a second, and, and, oh, yeah. uh, and he's on top of you. Yeah, understandable. You, be, you better believe he's not going to tap like that. I don't throw another elbow. The ref doesn't stop it. You think he's going to just not take that, that that moment to be like, oh, you know what? No, no, it is over. I, I tap. Or maybe he would. I don't know. He seemed out of it for sure. Listen, man, uh, personally, I feel you made absolutely the right call. Yeah, me too. Uh, the yeah. ref is there for a reason to keep that guy safe. You know, you, you stop when that. I, I, you know, at least my, that was my mentality because you're, yeah. not, you're a nice guy right there and then the guy's you, elbows you and you're missing teeth and you're like, oh, I could have. You know, I could have just ended it. Forget that, man. Yeah, Be a nice guy exactly. after that. You're you're in battle, man. You're you're you're. Your mind is is made just to uh, take this guy out by any means necessary. You can't be thinking, oh, maybe he's hurt now. Was that a tap? Yeah. No, no, you're not yeah, even thinking exactly. like yeah. that. People- 
people yeah. don't get that. They, yeah. You know, like you know how it is. You, you're you've been yeah. in there. You, it, 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 man, it's such a different feeling than any other. Like the, it's not a sparring match. It doesn't feel like you're just in the gym when you're in there for real under those lights yeah. in that octagon. Man, that shit is. You're just on. You're on instinct and. What you've trained comes out, and that's it. And then when it's over, you kind of realize where you are, kind of a thing. Yeah. Doesn't it feel great, like when when you do end it like that, and oh. it's end, it's over? It's like a relief, like a ah, oh, like now they man. can't start it up again. This is it. I won. That's, it's that's done. It. That's it. Oh man, it's a wrap. That, that yeah, that's feeling, great. That, and that's why we keep doing it, right? That, I mean, that's why yeah. every time I'm leading up the fight week, I'm like, what the fuck am I yeah. doing? Why am I doing this? I'm cutting weight. It's horrible. I'm miserable. You know, I'm nervous. I, I start thinking that guy's so much better than me. Well, I, he's going to kick my ass. And, you do have and those thoughts. That's interesting. Then, yeah, and then I finish him, and I'm like pounding my chest, and I'm the crowd screaming, and I'm hugging my – I'm like, oh, yeah, that's this is why I do that. That's the feeling that people will never understand, Paul. Nope. I, I, I understand. Nope. And that's exactly the feeling why people – stay around a little longer than they should sometimes. Too long. Yeah, yeah, because they're like they, they it's hard to um capture that feeling any other way. You know, you're not going to feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why it's nice that you have these other passions even with the acting and whatnot cuz it's a different thrill, but it is a rewarding type feeling when you're doing something like that, whether it's the, co- yeah, uh, the color commentary or the acting. It's like a a rewarding type feeling, you know. Yeah, yeah, it does. It fills that. It fills that void at least a little bit. You know a little I mean? bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> Nothing's quite like over. that victory, though. Yeah. Well, congratulations, <laughs> man. Never will. You, you, it was a tremendously impressive fight. I was really happy for you, and I'm looking forward. I would love to see you and I Quinta fight if he's healthy and able to. But there's so many guys in that division that match yeah. up great with again Gaethje and you. I mean, you both just fought. That's a savage. Uh, uh, that's probably another fucking three round. Just complete fist fight like he just had with Alvarez. I would love to see you against yeah. Eddie. I mean, just two Philadelphia guys slugging <laughs> it out. Um, so congratulations, man, and have fun in Fresno. We'll definitely talk to you again. Yeah, I'll see you out there, buddy. Yeah, I'll be out there. Yeah, I got, oh, cool. I got, I got, I got my buddy, uh, a couple of my guys fighting. I got Aljo Sterling fighting, which is going to be phenomenal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then also uh, my Marab. Now, you're going to be calling these fights. You're doing the oh, color commentary, yeah. right? Like, yes, yeah, yes, wait till man, you see yeah. this kid. You're going to love Marab. I pronounce his yeah. last name, but I destroy it. Quick, Chris, the producer. Oh, Quick. I don't have it. All. all right, good job. But uh, I'm listen, I'm going to have to study that myself. Then, yeah, so I don't yeah, butcher it myself. Yeah, you're going to love him, man. He's a, a, a just a tornado, man, and he's he's fighting uh, Frankie Signs. Is it Signs or Signs? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, Frankie yeah. Signs. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be great, man. All right, well, I'll see you out there, man. And thanks for hanging yeah, with yeah. us, dude. And congratulations again on a phenomenal fight, dude. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and you know, let's get a beer while we're out there, man. You got it, homie, for sure, dude. Yeah, cool. All right, cool. Paul. See you later, Paul. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. Great talking to you. All right, buddy. You too. Thanks, All man. Right. Bye. Bye. But that's great. It's funny. It's such a he's such a nice dude. Yeah, and, no, you know, an actor. He did Shakespeare, and what a what an animal. Right. Nobody's gonna fuck with that drama oh, class, dude. right? He's it is the drama. Savage. The drama group. Let's go fuck with him. And he was talking about Eddie. Uh, no, you're right. I forgot that another Philadelphia just a savage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that he tweeted to Justin Gaethje. He said. Uh, you're the toughest son of a bitch I ever fought, Justin Gaethje. Taste two to tango, brother. We won. And then Gaethje wrote back, congrats, Eddie. Thank you for the dance. That was fun. Win or lose, this hurts. That Those body shots. Hurts? He said, this hurts. <laughs> Meaning, he, he, I mean, and, and it looked, I, I don't know if, I kind of, did you have Gaethje win that fight? Uh, that oh, was a very, shit, very man. tough fight to call. So hard to call. Really I thought tough. Gaethje maybe won the first round, and then I think Eddie started to take it to Really him. tough to call. But you don't know how they're scoring the I leg kicks. But, but also visible uh, damage, yeah. and then Eddie's, uh, like you said, maybe hematoma or whatever. Well, I thought his jaw was broken. Yeah. It was, it, it's not, I couldn't it, believe it's he funny dropped. because you could, it was a, 
a very aggressive fight by both guys, but it was very technical at the same at the same yeah. time. Where Eddie Eddie with his body shots, and it just and he looked. No, I'm not saying Conor McGregor ish, but like he looked very at points. He you see him just waving his arms where he's getting loose, yeah. and then just throw like a whack whack to the body to the head, yeah. and it's like how is this other dude? Absorbing this, and that's the one thing where it's like I do worry about the length of this dude's career, Justin Gaethje. Because first of all, entertaining is all hell, but shit, man, he trusts in his chin a little too much, where he's taking shots, but then all of a sudden he's firing back a leg kick. When I saw Eddie go to his back, I believe it's in the second round. I, I might be off with that, but yeah, I believe I it right. is where it was in the clinch and he almost like invited him down, and he almost invited him down to the floor. I was extremely worried about how he's going to make it through right. if Justin continually con- to, to, to um, land those leg kicks. Where he was. He kept landing them. Right. And, then he, and then it felt like he went away was, from him a little bit and kept him back again. And he goes Southpaw for a little while. And he looked very awkward at Southpaw. He didn't look comfortable at it, Southpaw. It looked like almost it's a matter of time before this, that one shot to that leg just is the straw that breaks the uh, the camel's uh, Well, that's thing. what Eddie said, the fourth and fifth round. He's like, if it went to a fourth and fifth <laughs> round, I was going to have a problem because his yeah, leg was obviously man, that, compromised. That, who Eddie, picked him to win? I think I picked Eddie. Uh, well, why don't we go through? So Jim Norton had Eddie Alvarez by second round TKO. So you got two points for that because it was the third round, but you picked Eddie by TKO. Okay. Uh, Matt, you had Eddie Alvarez by decision, and I had uh, Justin Gaethje by third round TKO. Crystal yeah. fucking producer. Yeah, your picks. Your picks get booed. <laughs> All right. I got to say one thing. Uh, let's talk about uh, a tremendous, tremendous uh, Ngano destroying Alistair Overeem. And, and and that is really, um, you know, I kind of wanted him to win. I liked Alistair Overeem after talking to him yeah. a lot. And, and again, those uh, his knees and his kicks, you know, Holy all could have been a problem for, for Ngannou. That that uppercut, I mean... <laughs> Can I just tell you that? I don't know if I've seen a more beautiful the uppercut second, than that. The second Overeem clinched him, the first thing I said was like, oh, yes, I picked the submission. <laughs> I picked yeah. this. He's going to get, oh, no, we got away from him. Were you amazed at how strong Ungano was? He just put him back against. Here's what I knew that Overeem might be in trouble. At the weigh-in the day before, they're looking at each other, and Overeem's a cocky dude. He know. And then fucking uh, Ngannou just puts his arms up above, and you mm-hmm. see what a giant guy he is, <laughs> and Overeem didn't looked he say, concerned. Didn't he say something to him? Yeah, he told no? him he was going to put him to sleep. He goes, you're going to go to sleep. Who said that? Thank God. Francis said that. And it looked to me like Overeem was concerned. He mm-hmm. didn't look, he looked like. Um, and you're talking about 85 a, fights to eight a, or 10 or whatever he said. Yeah, I think that's his 11th fight. But I think whatever, he yeah. sensed it. Like, like when he put his arms above him, mm-hmm. like a grizzly, I think he sensed, like, this is a much bigger guy than I am. With well, three he, inches of reach, which makes a big difference in the heavyweight division. When three. he had him against the cage, when Ngano pushed uh, Alistair up against the cage, you can see, like, oh no, like Nganu is much bigger, and Overeem's a giant, and he's a lot. He looks the way he took him significantly. He bigger. had to cut weight to get down to two sixty five. Was yeah. it two sixty four or something? He, he went, went in at two sixty two, but yeah, he cut. And, and Overeem was two forty seven. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a big difference, man. Fifteen pounds. No, he's yeah. a he's a big boy. I like his whole story, man. I love his story. You know? I, I I mean, look, does he fight Miocic yet? I, I don't I don't know if, 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 if the if the belt be, is next. I I don't know who to root for in that because Stipe I like a lot personally and I don't want to see him lose. Well, I'm I'm, I'm personally Stipe's been in my. Uh, He's my a good a dude, man. I'm, I can't I'm root pride. against Stipe against anyone. I'm, I'm, I'd have to root for Stipe. I would too, this, but I love Francis. But if Francis won, I'd be happy for him that he yeah. won. Does that make any yeah. sense? I, I think footwork sense. would be the big difference of that because that was the one thing. Obviously, incredible power from Ngannou, but you can see he's not I, as technically sound a striker as an Overeem or whatever. I would so. love to see 
I would love to see Francis versus Verdum. I would love that, and I'd love to see him versus Cain Velasquez. I was yeah. thinking that because too. Because could he stop Cain being relentless with those shots, and could Cain get him down? Cain is relentless with that. Remember, right. don't judge. We can't judge him on no, that. No, no, no. Of course not. One performance. Dos Anjos, I mean, against uh, uh, Jun Dos Santos. When he got no. knocked out, you mean? No, that well, well, the last one was against Verdun. Well, that, no, 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 I thought he was talking about getting knocked out. I was okay. talking about the Verdun one. Oh, okay, in Mexico, yeah. He got tired, but yeah. usually he doesn't get tired. He never gets tired, and he's relentless. And uh, you know, could. Could Francis keep him away? I love saying Francis. Well, the weird thing about that, it's a good question, is with Verdum, I mean, Verdum has been knocked out by by, uh, Miocic. He's lost fight. Um, Kane, again, uh, uh, JDS put him to sleep with a fucking shot to the head. So could he take one of Francis's shots? I don't know. Very few guys seem like they can really take, like he rocks you. Right. Like, and we've never seen Francis's chin tested either. That's true. Which you got to imagine. Stipe would test that better than yeah. anybody. That would, right. be, that would be, imagine that. I'd be fucking rough. I think that might fight. be the fight. That's got to be the next and fight. And not to mention, Stipe also has some wrestling. And, and yes, he does. Not, he's good, man. I seen him rolling, man, at my place, dude. He's not just a striker, that's for sure. Yeah, you can't you underestimate know? him. Um, and that again, he has a, amazing hands. That would be oh, a, yeah. that would be a phenomenal. That'd be a monster movie, man. But Ngannou knocked him out. Like his head snapped back. Oh no, that was and horrible, he was out man. before he hit the floor. I didn't like that Ngannou went down and hit him again. I mean, I know in battle, like, because he, no, he was, dude, he was flat. I, I think he, you watch that, he knew he was out. Nah, I'm telling you, Jimmy, I mean, I remember when they broke me up with Frank Trigg, I was teeing off on his, he knocked down, I was going, you, you, you want it to end, because the longer it goes, the longer you got bodily harm potentially coming to you. You know what I mean? You're locked in a cage. You want this. They have to, you have to make them stop it. And I know, okay. don't get me wrong. Not everybody could have the this guy composure, the composure of, right. um, I, I want to say his name, Sansau, the other day. Sansau, he, he, went, to, he went to and then he, he stopped He went to himself. and he stopped. That was a beautiful thing he did. But I know the other side of it where you're locked, you're training for over two months like an animal and, you're, and you have to, it's a him or you type of feeling. It's like, I want to, like you want they like like both of my fight with George even with Frank Trigg I remember when I got him down and I was just finding his chin like a, like a, like a sharpshooter I just seen like a red like um uh, what is it a scope yeah. like on his chin and I was following up and you see when they were doing the uh, the, the 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 highlight afterwards the, the replay every time we land on the chin they go oh oh <laughs> but I would not stop the ref jumped in but uh you're not it's like you're in a you're in a, you're in a, I'm sure like, it's a different in, zone seeing, mentally. Yeah, you're in a zone. You're in a zone for sure. Okay. You I know? just thought that I, I thought Overeem was so unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. His arms were straight. I'm like, he was out. Yeah, but, but I guess in that moment, you're just, a, it's a half a second. Like, yeah, you're in a, a half fight. A second, yeah. he's thinking, this guy's still dangerous. I mean, I got to I got sure. him away. But man, was he big s- props to him. I can't, it makes it exciting though. Because what he passed that that was a test to pass, and holy shit, did he he fucking pass? And, and, and it wasn't shocking. Who picked uh, Ngannou against Obrey? What, what, what was, <laughs> was that pick? I was gonna say. So Jim Norton took Francis Ngannou first round knockout. So that's three points for Jim. Matt unfortunately had Alistair by his second round submission, which <laughs> made sense. That's a good pick. You terrible know, if he pick. Was win. You don't it's a terrible. Pick. Um, it was a terrible pick. <laughs> and then I had uh, picking Nami Yunus against uh, Ngannou was just as good as picking over him. Go ahead. Uh, and then I had Francis by second round KO, so I got two points for that. Okay, cool. Wait, how are we doing? With the, what's the point system? That's a good point. It's, I like if it. you pick the winner, you get a point. If you pick the round, you get a point. And if you pick how it happens, you get a point so, also. Now, so. Cejudo Pettis was a really good fight. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty much what we expected. I, I picked that one wrong. What'd you pick? I picked Sergio Pettis. And he Who started, picked Henry? He didn't have a bad guard, but it was not a. It, it was a savant. It wasn't. He was he very, wasn't def- he was very damage, defensive. No, but again, he walked out of that not taking a beating at all. But 
it was Sharuto was looking awesome. First of all, yeah, he did the right. And he what 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 I liked about Sharuto is Sharuto, Gesundheit. What? What's his name? Excuse me. What's his? I I said I said Gesundheit like he sneezed when he said his name. Me. But, yeah, um, Henry Cejudo was a. He was yeah. Henry Cejudo. Yeah. Cejudo. No Cejudo. Let's you're, you're call the whole thing <laughs> off. Cejudo. 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 Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Say his name again. Henry Cejudo. Cejudo. Who, there, you, who, there who you picked go. Henry? So you know it's funny because you always say you don't pick very well, happened. but you you just happen to be pretty perfect this one you you had henry cejudo by a decision so Good. you got three That's points what for i that. saw matt had sergio pettis tko in the third round okay so, so no matt points. loses five points i didn't realize <laughs> that i didn't realize that, that that pettis would be in, in such a kind of a defensive thing but it was still mm. uh i saw that going all the way thanks, yeah, yeah thanks thanks serge i'm only kidding dude i listen why am i think i lost the fight i shouldn't be listen he's with the great duke rufus and uh, he's a young, young kid, so he'll go back to the drawing board, and I'm sure he'll make some corrections. He's got a big, a bright future in front of him. Sure. But uh, what's he? 15? Henry, Henry, Henry. Cejudo. Henry. Great job, Cejudo. Yeah. Olympic wrestler, fifteen I mean, three. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm or sixteen looking, and three. He's looking, he's looking great, man. Uh, Sergio is sixteen and three. Oh, yeah. and what I did like—well, I don't know if I finished what I was saying. What I did like when he was—he got those takedowns in, but when they got back up to the feet, he gave. It's not like Sergio could be like, all right, now nah, I just got to worry about that sure. sprawl. He gave himself the respect. Yeah. So he's going at him and stepping in violently, putting stuff in his face, and just—I don't know why Sergio tried to take him down at the very end. The yeah. Fuck, what the hell is that going to do? Maybe he figured he could still. Well, they, they said he needed some desperation. He wasn't showing the proper amount yeah. of desperation. Right. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing I'd be interested to to talk to Henry about if we, if we had him on. He didn't have striking. He grew up a wrestler and he was an Olympic wrestler, and now he has kind of that karate stance. And very Leonardo yeah. yeah, it's very interesting that that's like what he sure. chose to go with. You know what I mean? Out of, out of all the options he could, striking wise. Well, it's it's working for him, and oh, he, for sure. it's getting better with each fight. His striking. And Dana did say TJ versus TJ is going to happen. Huh? Yeah, uh, Dana DJ, was asked. TJ, he said yeah. yes. That's fight's happening. Nothing uh, official, but yes. Yeah. Dana and Tish Torres against Michelle Waterson. Uh-huh. Um, again, it seemed like both of them were a little hesitant. I, I, at the end, they do that whole thing where they gave each other the fingers. It was almost like the uh, was Wait. it the Lamas Holloway thing where they kind of called each other yeah. out. Well, that was the Felice Herrig. Uh, yeah, the, oh, Marty sorry, Casey man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that, that was the fight I'm thinking of. And yeah. they weren't. Uh, Get your shit together. Yeah, Get your shit together. But I was just saying they were both. They were, sorry, he's dude. upset about the picks. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I know he is. I just made a mistake because I didn't like it because neither one of them did anything else. They kind of just right. went back into uh, what they had been doing. Which, which, which was, one are we uh, talking about? That was Felice Herrick, Courtney, Courtney Casey. Courtney Casey, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, All right. I had to watch. Look, I had to watch these spread out on my phone yeah. before I walked on stage and then watch the rest when I get home and then watch some on Fight Pass. So yeah, I mixed yeah. it. I was all over the place. But we have to give. Who picked that? I don't want to jump all over the place. Who picked Torres Waterston? I know we got that one rolling. great pick and as you know what as they were walking out i was like fuck i should have taken tisha torres but tisha torres uh jim had submission in the second round obviously went to a decision, decision but yeah. he still gets the point sure and uh, me and matt both had michelle waterson that cool. didn't work out. so basically what was the final score uh final score jim went four for five on his picks nine out of a 15 out of a possible 15 points how, how did i do <laughs> matt went two for five uh three out of a possible 15 points How'd you do? Uh, and I went three for five, a five out of a potential. So you came 15, in second. So I'm in second place right okay. now. Yeah. I'll still kick both of your asses. So we'll keep probably, it going. What does that mean? What does that have to do with anything? I understand. 
Why do I got to go right to alpha mode? Because that's because you're foot stomping me the whole show. No, no, no. Because what happens is you, you. It was a humiliating defeat, and you wanted to. <laughs> I, I knew this was going to happen. You know, I knew you weren't going to want to do picks, but now you're like, well, I got to fucking. Here's what's going to happen. You know how I do from week to week. Like one week you're going to see a picture of me. I'm going to be in a sling, and you're like, well, I guess fucking. Jim went four for five. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you know that's why we watch the fights. Absolutely, you know, Jimmy. And uh, I'm excited. Who, wait, what do we got going on? Who's coming in next week with us? Oh, next episode. Do we know? Yeah, we oh. know. Uh, Zach Wilde is coming in from. Oh, uh, that's wild. He's playing he's Black Guitars. Label Society, and yeah. he's been playing with Ozzy for 20 years. Yeah. Actually, on and off for 20 years. He's back on tour with Ozzy oh, now. He's okay. a really good. Guy. Is he an MMA fan? I believe so. Yeah, if he's I mean, not. I we're not having so. him on yeah. the show. No, he's coming. I don't want to put that out there, but we might not have. Oh, oh is he coming in? Yeah, he's coming in. Well, don't yeah. make it awkward now because I just said he might not. Well, you made it. That is true. Matt's the boss, though. Wait, wait, hold on. No one is an MMA fan. Yeah, we book people that have you know uh, interest in MMA, and of course Jim, you know, I loves do love. Ozzie, I, so I spoke a, to Zach this morning. Yeah, all right. All right so I already interviewed Zach. Well, 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 oh, so it's dumb. So we're not having him in? No, I love Zach. I talk to him. I can talk to Zach every day. Okay, he's a really then, good guy. You'll uh, you know, like Zach. I'm going to Cali for those fights next week. You know, Jimmy in Fresno? Huh? I can't make it. What? I can't make it. All right, I was going to invite you. you sure? I would do it. I Friday. I'm in Chicago me. doing something. I would love to. I can't. Yeah? I gotta get it. I'm gonna have fun. Of course you will. Yeah. Met Sarah. How far is Fresno from fucking LA? Far? Three and a half hours oh, walk. Fuck it. No, seriously, how far oh. is that? It's far? I have no idea. Do you know? I'm, no, I'm, not, I don't fa- know. I'm not familiar no. with it. You can map quest it. How far is that? Could somebody, could you find that out for me? Sure. Rogan sure. hit me up the other day out of the blue. What a great guy. Yes, he is. I miss Joe Rogan. All right, you know? guys. This what? was a lot of fun. Well, yeah, what did we leave? We're ending it? Oh, well, yeah. Unless you want to keep. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Are you going to the train with me? Of course I am. Okay, Jimmy. We'll have Zach next yeah, yeah, it looks like a three-hour, maybe four-hour drive, yeah, three-hour right. drive, something like that. Looks like I'm not doing the uh, the rowing experience. Maybe oh, next you time. Should do it. I know. Joe's like, man, man next time you're in, in L.A., come on, man. Come on the show. We'll catch up. Yeah, Joe's a very I know. Very I, I miss him. He's a good egg. Um, maybe he has a new facility now, which he showed me. I want to go there. I do, too. I want to fucking, I want to stay there for a few days. All I know <laughs> is the huge. fucking, the uh, UFC Institute, what do you call it, the performance? Uh, yes. Institute? Yeah. It's like the fucking, when I drove up to that thing, I felt like I was going to the Avengers Mansion. Would they let me look at the that? Avengers I want to go see headquarters. that. Can I go see that? me the Avengers headquarters. I want to go work out, you know, do a little cardio. Couple little curls. I didn't get. I gotta get a tour. I was in there for like two seconds. They let you show. They let you look around. They let me do whatever the fuck I like. <laughs> I'll say I know Dana. I know Dana. Look that's, on YouTube. That's what I would say, and that's exactly how I'd say. If I just show a picture of me and the boss. Yeah. He didn't say any bad about Jimmy, I think we're gonna be alright. I think we're gonna be. He good. didn't bad mouth me. Yeah, I think you'll be okay. Well, why are you saying it like that now? Now I feel like. I think I think will Jimmy yeah. myself and you will be alright. I can't. I can't. You know, can't vouch for everybody. Everybody in this room. But listen, guys, I had fun. Yep. I'm back. Thank you for for um, listening to me about my first acting experience. I'm happy for you. Who'd you have to play? Myself. All right, well, it's not that great a big it's deal. It's legit. It is legit, Jimmy. And uh, thanks and, to Paul Felder for calling yeah, in another actor. Nice, what a nice guy. Well, I'm not an actor, Jimmy. You're an actor. I'm an actor like I'm a stand-up comic. You're a comedian, comedian, actor, former fighter, uh, podcast host, Matt Sarah. I, I, I am, listen, I, am, I, I do go out, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out there a bit. That's what you say in your bio, an all-around good egg. I'm a good egg, Jimmy. Yes, People are. like me. They do. The director like me on this thing. Okay, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's a whole different field for me. Maybe I can play myself in another movie. Because I don't think I got any other, you know, like, acting, like, uh, uh, chomps? Chops. Chops. Fuck! Chomps. I'm hungry. All right, everybody. I guess this is goodbye. See you Thursday. See you soon.
Streaming May 23rd only on BET Plus. Miss Pat is back. I'm excited. <laughs> and it's time for some grown ass family time. I am a man. Oh, you a man? That's right. Then take my clothes off. You ain't pay for none of that on your back. Dad, you can't ignore your mother forever. I've tried. Would you like me to backhand you again? The Miss Pat Show. Streaming May 23rd on BET Plus. To sign up and learn more, visit BET.plus. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.